0: Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase Podcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. Alright, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I am Doug. And I am the one they call Justin. And I want to apologize because what? while you're listening to this, it may not be evening. Oh, it may be afternoon. It may be morning. True. And that was highly insensitive of me to assume that you are experiencing the same thing we're experiencing right now as we record this live at YouTube.com slash MindGapPodcast. Be sure to like and subscribe, support us, and do all that stuff.
1: It's not good, man. We're, we're kicking this thing off already apologizing. That's not a good sign.
0: You know what? I think it is a good sign because we're trying to come out on equal ground with you, the listener. We, we're we not above you. No. We're not even below you. No. no
1: right? We're in lockstep with you. We are. We're, we're right together. There. Because
0: yeah. together everybody achieves more. That's true. So we're with you.
1: This, is, this has been Mind Gap TikTok. Thank you. I'm sorry, for the what?
0: what? Mind Gap TikTok. <laughs> Hoy, the Mind Gap TikTok. TikTok. Hey. You get the Mind Gap TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> the Mind Gap TikTok? You oh, can no. find us on TikTok. <laughs> oh, yep. God. This is going to be a good one. I can tell. We've got some, <laughs> some good stuff. We got some good stuff. Uh, So, uh, everyone who has been checking us out live, like the Zinnies, the Melios, the Wolf's Bloods, the Slotties. Uh, If I didn't say Noah, uh, you're going to get again. Noah, like, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, Thank you for doing that. For everyone who's watched the show on YouTube and liked and subscribed, thank you. Those who check us out on the audio formats, wherever you listen to this, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thank you. And to everyone who has rated and reviewed Gods Above from all pantheons, thank you. And uh, if you haven't done that, please do us a solid and do that. It means the world to us. Especially like you know the subs. We are at 197 gang on YouTube. Oh so close. A mere three away which, hey, come on, let's be honest, Justin tried to steal the 200 a couple weeks ago. He put uh, a lot of his uh, many accounts together and, and subscribed, and YouTube was like, nah, we ain't doing that.
1: It, it got us over the hump, and then ne- the next day, it, it, it course-corrected. He immediately
0: was like, these are bullshit, get them out of <laughs> yeah. here. And, like, It went from 200
2: real accounts right back
0: down <laughs> to where we were. I was like, I don't feel good about oh, this. So when they did that, I'm like, you know what? That's good. I think that's yeah. fine. I'm lawful good. Justin's chaotic good. So
1: <laughs> damn right I am. Uh, but here's the thing: we're so close. Mm-hmm. So
0: instead of forcing me to game the system,
1: just help us. Yeah, just put up over We'd love to get that
0: that that, that milestone, the 200 sub milestone. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be you delicious. know what. And the
1: thing is, if uh, if we get a, the 200s, uh, you know, Doug might just uh, he might show some leg for you. He might show a little thigh because he's been working out.
0: I have been working out, and you know it's true um so yeah it's thank you, you know all yeah. saying it's just a little bit of skin uh like subscribe rate review all that stuff check out our patreon patreon.com slash podcast if you want to consider subscribing check out our merch redbubble.com check out our discord link is in the description on our youtube channel youtube.com slash mindget podcast our social medias at @mindgetpodcast. podcast we appreciate you we appreciate everyone who's interacting with us and being awesome we love you from the bottom of our heart thank you thank you thank you and to all those folks that have subscribed to us on Patreon, like Tom McIntyre, Richie Armor, Zenny, Sally Bartfast, Almighty Crit, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate you. Woo! Wow, that was a really good housekeeping. We got through that real was, fucking quick. It was concise. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was tight. It was tight. respectful. It was, it was respectful. Yes, we did
1: some housekeeping today. Though. Oh yeah, what'd you do? We
2: rearranged a shitload of stuff.
1: We got. Did do you guys ever get a wild hair and just rearrange full rooms.
0: I mean, Jill does, and I'm like, "Go for it." Yeah. I, she knows that that's not my thing. I don't like to do that, so
1: I'll usually uh, I'll, I'll get pulled in to, to assist, and then I get invested in the in the project. So we we turned the bedroom around, uh, we turned the living room around, and we got our outside space finally. I, so we're for those who don't oh oh got we got a dog, and we got a little one.
0: There you go. Oh my gosh, it's pure chaos
1: in Doug's house Are you right now.
0: Are you staying? Oh, my gosh. Okay. What's happening
1: right now? Can you
0: close the door for me, girl? Thanks, girl.
1: That's... Oh, my goodness. Close it all the
0: way, please. Thanks, girl. All right,
1: Loki, you're in here to stay. <laughs> the dog is here to stay. <laughs> I got my dog in here, too. Abby and Loki, the podcast pooches. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So we, uh, so and, for, for those who have been following along at home, we are currently in an apartment looking for a house. House hunting is going okay. But I finally got kind of that wild hair, and I'm like, you know, we got these two giant uh, bush tree things out front, and they were getting just unruly, and the property uh, management did not do anything about it. So I went to Lowe's, and I was like, it's time to start building my arsenal of lawn care products. And so trimmed up. I bought some uh, some he- uh, hedger trimmers oh, wow. and Trimmed those up and we did a little uh, power wash to the front and strung some lights, put some patio furniture out there. So we've got a whole nice new little patio wow. area, fully weeded and, and and trimmed and everything. Got the – so and I, the best part is that Beth and I were like, we're going to get all of this done today and like tomorrow a house is going to come on the market. Like we're going to put all this
0: – You won't be yeah. mad about that.
1: And we won't be mad. At it. Like, you know, like, like if, that's, if that's all it took to get things moving, then that's totally it's like, oh, no,
0: way. I bought things that I'll use later. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we we
1: did some actual house cleaning today. Good for it you. Was, uh, it was lovely, man. I so, Sometimes you just need that little refresher, kind of shake that uh, old dust off.
0: Yeah, sometimes I, I like doing, like, getting things cleaned up because I just have a bunch of shit that just is lying around. You can't see it in here, thankfully, but it's kind yeah. of a mess. And your I
1: camera just, angle yeah if you were to tilt the camera one way or the other you would see mountains of stuff in Doug's room
0: yeah it's it's Miles. It's not it just, it's not great I have a box uh, from when I worked at Grubhub like all my office stuff Like yeah. that was like during the pandemic and everything like that like it's all packed up I have not opened it I have been out of Grubhub for over <laughs> a year like, it's just <laughs> packed up in a box I'm like I don't even know what's in there it's just sitting yeah. over there I'm like huh okay <laughs> should probably open it up at some point <laughs>
1: Now is that when you is that when you uh, you all left the office and like brought anything you needed home? With well, you I left.
0: I got most of it, but I didn't get all of it because it was like, hey, we got to go home because no yeah. more. And then you know, months later, almost like a year later, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm quitting. I don't know what's at my desk anymore. I took everything I needed, so they're like, oh, we'll pack yeah. it up for you. I'm like, okay. And then they oh, and they, they shipped it to you. Mm-hmm, they it's shipped it to lovely. me, and I was like, I don't even know what's in there, but. Obviously, I don't need it, but
1: before we came to Michigan, I went to my day job and was like, I better clean this out because I won't I don't know when I'll be back in the office again. Yeah. And just put everything on Hague's desk. Nice. Yep. So he came to he he, and immediately the next day, first thing he called me is like, "What is all this shit on my desk. I'm like, there's presents for you. So you remember me. His desk was just heaped with stuff. (laughs) I
0: love how he knew it was you.
2: absolutely there was no question about who it was yeah you piece of shit what's this doing on my desk
0: shit. get this shit off my You desk. piece of shit get off oh, my desk piece of shit uh, <laughs> so b- before we get going here uh what you know i i want to i want to say thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode uh Justin and i touched on a bit of a a bit of a hot topic you know Dealing with the Supreme Court and things like that, and I got a, a wonderful message from a listener um, who thanked us for talking about it, and they shared their own personal story, which I won't share here because it's not my place to do so. But um, you know, I want to say thank you, uh, everyone who who listened, to this particular to that listener. Thank you for listening and sharing your story uh, with us as well. It means a lot. Um, we don't like necessarily talking about the serious things in life. But now and again, these things just sort of pop up, and it would be weird if we didn't talk about it. Right. Um, you know, we like to speak from the heart most of the time. We're silly. I would argue, yeah. statistically, ninety-nine percent of the time, we're pretty silly. Even when yeah. well, Doug hates stuff, you know, <laughs> it's still done with a a silly frame of mind. And um, you know, I just want to say thank you. You know, yeah. for being we like with to us. keep
1: this this space uh, one of our goals is to keep this a, a space that you can escape from some of the, the heavier stuff from your day. You can come here and listen to two nerds and two dorks talk about all manner of nerdy pop culture, silly uh, science based, whatever, you know, just nonsense. And this it's supposed to be a little bit of an escape, but again, there are certain things that come up that just, they have to be addressed. Just, we have a, a just a, as people, as human beings, we have a duty to talk about it, you know, and not that we're experts on, on anything that we talk about, but just as, as fellow human beings, there are certain things that we, that we, that we need to address. And that was, that was one last week. And, and uh, yeah, it, we, we heard specifically a a story from one listener, but a few other people have also expressed, you know, gratitude that it was at least addressed. Um, And it, it was our, like, we're, we're, we were thrilled that you, Followed us on the conversation.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Strap in. We've got another one, gang. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll get it out of the way at the top of the show because there's no easy way to transition to into it or out of it. So we'll just kind of hop into it. Um, just I was I was a mess yesterday uh, during Fourth uh, of July, as in Highland Park, uh, Illinois, just north of Chicago. Uh, some piece of shit. Uh, opened fire. On a 4th of July parade uh, from a rooftop, killed several people, injured others, and uh, it was incredibly upsetting to me. Um, you know, all the stuff has been upsetting, and it's one of those things where I haven't brought this up before because it's like, is it going to be weird when we bring it up? Right. Because it's like, oh, why are you focused on this one? What about all the others? I'm like, yeah, all of those <clears throat> suck. They're bad. Yeah. They're really, really bad. Um, but I think it's just come to like a breaking point for me to the point where I'm like, okay, I just I feel like I just I just need to say something on our podcast that this is fucking absurd that this keeps happening. It's it's tragic, it's incredibly upsetting, it's endlessly aggravating that no one's doing anything to stop this. Because at the end of the day, because the thing that, that sucked about it as this happened and it unfolded, it's a tragedy. And I think if we zoom out of the situation, we could look at this and be like, nobody wants this to happen. There's no one that's like, yeah, right. People got shot. They got ambushed. It was innocent people killed during a parade. Like, I don't think anyone's like, woo, yeah. So I think we can all agree as human beings that this was a bad thing. But then all of a sudden there starts to splinter in the conversation, which, by the way, I think that's a huge win. If we're on the same page, like, this is Everybody bad. Agree with that. Yeah, That's great, because I think that's 90% of the conversation is like, this is a bad thing. This should happen.
1: what a low bar to set.
0: Right? So, well, hey, I mean, if there's someone say. that's cheering that on, I'm like, okay, let's separate that person from the pack. And yes. Let's leave them yes. out in the wilderness to fend for themselves, because I don't sure. want to. They're not part of my society. I don't want them there. But then the bad takes. That were happening after that, where people were making assumptions. They were making bad th- faith arguments. You know, people were doing the whole like, "Well, that's Chicago for you." It's like, "Hey, Highland Park's not Chicago, guys. It is, it is different county. It is a highly affluent uh, suburb of Chicago." Uh, you got it's just everything just filtered down into, "Oh, I bet this person was uh, was an Antifa person." Oh, I bet this person was. You know, super alt right. I and it was there was all over the board. People were making assumptions. It was going into these terrible debates that were in such bad faith, and I got sucked down a depressing hole of watching bad takes and arguments on Twitter. Which, by the way, don't recommend it for anybody. Nope. Um, it was it was really really bad, and it just it got me into a really really bad place. And you know, this just keeps happening. It keeps. Happening over the Uvalde one, man. That one gutted me. That one gutted me so hard. And they just keep happening. And it's over and over and over again. And I'm just kind of getting to the point where I think once the pandemic hit, I mean, this shit has always been bad. I mean, let me just preface that. Like these things are awful. They've always been awful. But the pandemic has reset something in my brain where we was talking about having a midlife crisis. Not that long ago. Pandemic was kind of like the catalyst for that. And now this stuff has really sort of compiled itself on over and over and over again to now. I'm like, this stuff just keeps happening. I'm like, I'm starting to just worry about like, Joe and I were talking about this last night. I'm like, so when we go to a parade, are we going to have to scope uh, the rooftops now? Like, right. do, do we have to do our own personal security sweep? Of a place to, like, we can't, you know, are we getting to a point in our life where we have to really consider weighing the risks of whether or not we'll go to a movie theater? Like, Jill was like, honestly, she goes, honestly, I, I she's like, I don't feel like going to movies anymore because she was at, she was downtown Chicago not that long ago and she saw a guy she didn't recognize in her office building in the lobby area and she kind of got freaked out because the person was wearing clothes that seemed almost like, you know, Paramilitary, but they weren't yep. security. And she's like, "Uh, what do I do?" And this has become an everyday well, thing for us.
1: Yeah. Well, Beth has had uh, she uh, the store that she works at. They were um, got there early to open the store up, and <clears throat> it was just her and a, a few other stores going through a remodel. So there's construction guys there and some uh, store workers there, but they leave the doors open so the construction guys can get in and out. Well, this guy, young probably 19 year old white male walks in and he's got a black trench coat on and he walks up. and He goes, where's your bathroom? And said, well, we're not open. You can't. And he goes, no, I'm not, I'm not going to leave. Where's your bathroom? And they said, well, no, you have to leave. He goes, what are you going to do about it? And just the, what are you going to do about it? Like that immediately everyone, she was like, everyone just went on high alert. And it was like, what are we, what do we do? He ended up going to the bathroom and Meandered, but then left, but it was, you could tell it was one of those things where like, that is, that's how it starts. That's the kind of you, you, you like, it it is just, it is almost emboldened people to, 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 to present those challenges. Like there's no reason to, to, to walk in like that and present yourself in that manner, unless you are intending to put someone in that frame of mind. You're intending to put your audience in that frame of mind. You know what I mean? And like, and and but they all had to be on this high alert cuz they were just like shit this is how it goes down this is how it starts and mm-hmm. Jill seeing someone in that paramilitary attire like you it's just it, it it's becoming so run of the mill now it's becoming so this is what you face and yeah. there there is no more safe haven like churches uh grocery stores uh malls. you know parades Theaters. malls schools it doesn't it doesn't matter there's yeah. no place that you can go where 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 you can be guaranteed the safety anymore. And it it's it just, and the thing that I think kills portraits word. the thing that I think that infuriates me the most is the people who are still touting me. Well, if everyone had a gun, if everyone there, you know, and I'm like, you mean to tell me that it would not have been bedlam. If, if shots started getting fired and everyone on that parade route was also armed, people would have been spraying bullets everywhere. That would have been, there's, there's no good that would have come of that yeah. and no one would have stopped it. It would have happened. No. You know what I mean? Like no yeah. one would have stopped it.
0: Well, the thing too is, you know, and, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because no. this is just a, again, it's, it's a black hole that we could fall into, but I just yeah. kind of want I want to make, I want to make, you know, one major point here in that the argument actually two that are kind of linked one being that we are emotional creatures humans. And a lot of violence happens because we are emotionally compromised. We get agitated, we make poor decisions, right? We see it in every yeah. piece of media <laughs> most of the time there's a catalyst in a movie where you're just like the movie 7, right? Brad Pitt's character holding a gun, Kevin Spacey, and he hears the thing that sets him off and he gives into his wrath, you know, like that happens to all of us uh-huh. and we see fist fights. we see road rage, we see all sorts of violence that people get into when they're not in the right emotional state of mind. And the idea that anyone can has, also have a weapon, a life ending weapon at their disposal at any time right. when Even they're it's emotional. It's a weapon. Yeah, exactly. At any time, when they're in those states of mind, is absolutely terrifying to me because most people are dumb. I'm not better than anybody, but there's a lot of dumb people out there that make a lot of dumb decisions, and I don't want people making a dumb decision while they have a fucking weapon, like a gun, easily at their disposal. It is a terrible idea. And so anyone who's like, no, 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 I need to have this to defend myself, I'm like, first of all, I don't trust you as an average human. Second of all, Mm -hmm. I don't trust your training. I'm sorry, you are not trained to deal with high-stress situations where you need to be accurate, you need to be calm, and you need to be able to follow the rules of engagement. That's not you. Most police can't handle that, let alone your (laughs) average citizen who does what. Let's just give you the benefit of the doubt and say you hunt deer. I don't think that's the same thing as dealing with a live fire situation. So I'm just going to say it's a blanket statement. There's going to be exceptions. But in general, the average Joe, I don't trust you with a weapon. Right. My second point is to the people that say, well, we should just have our own snipers on buildings and we should have our own sort of like security and checkpoints in schools or elsewhere. To that, I say, fuck you. Like, that is not the solution to the problem to essentially say, well, the only way to beat this is with more gunpowder. That does just horrible things to people's psychology, like, especially in schools. If you're like, well, we'll just put fucking commandos in these schools. Think about what it's like for a kid to go into an environment where there's weapons and there's a general blanket fear of danger and life-threatening enemies. And then you're also trying to learn. Like, those two things don't mix well together. People don't like taking standardized tests. Those stress them out. People right. don't like giving up, getting up and giving a speech. That stresses them out. Now let's add a little bit of baggage of, hey, we've got heavily armed people at this, you know at the front of the school just in case anybody tries to come in. Oh, by the way, we're going to do active shooter drills and things like that. It's not conducive. I don't want to go to a parade where we have to make sure we sweep the fucking square like the president's going to be here to make sure right. there are no bad people and we have snipers set up all over the place. That's not the solution to the problem. Right. Those are the two points I wanted to make. <laughs> well, I think in Emilio's... Says it here. He's like uh,
1: to to sum up what he's saying. Basically, enough enough talking about change. Fucking make the change. And I think that's what it is. I I don't know. And we, oh, look, we say this same thing every time too. And we won't belabor this point. We'll wrap this segment up pretty soon. But we we say this every single time this happens. And we're like, how many more times does this need to happen? That's getting just about as old as thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Like that. Like that. The questioning of how many more times is has worn out its welcome. And I I just. I, I, where I lose faith in everything is the fact that I, I don't think there ever will be a tragedy large enough to to get people to, to to get anyone to make to to move on this. I mean, I understand that there was some you know legislation passed and then there was Supreme Court waited on what like sure we've had some minor minor things being pushed through, but what are we like what are we fucking doing? This is the 186th day of the year. We have currently had 314 mass shootings.
0: We're going for a personal best.
1: What are we doing?
0: I, you know, I just. You think you would? Fuck? You think the when kids got killed, murdered? You think that would be the moment where people were like, maybe? But when you see people but go, takes, you get
1: yeah uh, groups of minorities. You get groups of religious people. You get groups of children. You get like what is? I don't know what it. What's the fucking line anymore, man? Well, especially
0: just, when I see random ass people on TikTok, you know, saying like, you're asking me how many kids have to die for me to give up my my second amendment. Right. Well, I'll tell you, it's all the kids because I'm not giving this up. And I'm like, In what? Christ? What you you it would fucked. prefer yeah. to let people die so that you can own a gun? That doesn't sound fair to me.
2: Nope.
0: Um. So with that being said. That's our quick, just honest, from the heart response on this most recent tragedy. That we don't
1: have any answers. We don't
0: have any suggestions. It's just
1: address again addressing it and saying, look, we're we're feeling probably how you're feeling right now, yeah. And it's okay to feel it, and uh, you know, we're we're all gonna try to keep getting through it together. Yeah, that's all we can do. It's brutal.
0: And I appreciate the opportunity to be honest because at the core of this show is I want it to be honest, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully, honestly, funny. That's the goal to be some silly boy and play some silly stuff. But at the end of the day, like I also seems incredibly disingenuous. I mean, again, the question of why now, Doug, why this one? It's like, listen, I don't know. I'm at my breaking point where I feel like now I kind of just have to put it out there like this fucking sucks. This is insane. Yeah. And I hope to God we can change this because I think we're all on the same page that killing people is bad. Killing people, innocent people with guns is bad. I think we can all agree on that. That is, again, we are 90% of the way there. That 10% is a nuclear bomb that we're trying to disarm together and it's not going well. All right? but. Mm -hmm that's what I try to do in these situations. I so I pull way back and be like, okay, I think we can all agree on the core concept that this was a bad thing. Like yeah. I don't think anyone's, everyone's cheering this on. We can all be like, this fucking sucks. All right. Yes. Yes. Everybody. This fucking sucks. Cool. You know, like now let's do something about this. Okay. Yeah. And that's where it gets down the bad take lane. But let's start there and be like, this 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 is this is a tragedy, and let's find a way to be better because we can be better. And it's hopeless optimism, I think. But let's be better, all right. you <laughs> thank you. He says it doesn't matter when you say it, Doug. It's how you say it, and that you say it. I agree with y'all a thousand percent. Thank you, buddy. Oh. Appreciate you. All right. So there right. was there that was. There uh, you go. <clears throat> Justin, how was your weekend?
1: Uh, you know, it was fine. We uh, we had actually no, it was better than fine. We um, Beth and I spent a lot of a lot of time just kind of hanging out, and, and uh, we went strawberry picking on Sunday, which was fantastic. Uh, I've never been strawberry picking. I want to ask you
0: a question. Please, if you visited your eighteen year old self today, it, like over the weekend, and be like, "Dude, uh-huh. you're not going to believe the weekend." We just had, and you told him you went strawberry picking. How do you think your 18 year old self would respond to that? My 18 year old self would have had some choice words that are no longer PC, uh,
1: <laughs> or, for my current self. Um, I probably would have tried to kick myself in the nuts and said, what a! this is where you, this is where we go. I don't want this, you know? Um, <laughs> but then, uh, 38 year old me would have turned to 18 year old me and just gone. You have no fucking idea. You have no idea
2: how dumb you are. (laughs) How fucking dumb you are.
0: Your H yourself has got your guitar going like, that's dumb old man.
2: (laughs) A little baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the right time frame. Right? You can just catch your ants (laughs) and march right Uh, out of here. (laughs) dun. Yeah.
2: No, but yeah, so in uh, in true uh, you
1: know old man fashion. Uh but I'll say this, it was uh, I I never you know I've been apple picking, I've been to you know uh, pumpkin patches, apple orchard. Never in my mind was like, oh, berry picking. Uh but man, I'd tell you what, I had a good I had a good fucking time. And we walked away with like 10 pounds of strawberries. Way nice. too many strawberries. Yeah. Way too.
0: There's too many strawberries. What are we going to do with this? It's too much strawberries.
1: <laughs> so no, but we uh I also say this uh, way better than any strawberry I've ever had from the store. Nice. It, these I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's they do something to them when they ship them and it changes the flip. These are fucking incredible. Dude, strawberries. just wait
0: until so. you're shitting out your brains like it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. This is all I natural.
1: If it's the of strawberries, they're insane. Are they like, they, yeah, they help. They help stave off dementia, cancer. They help with gut uh, digestion. They've got an insane amount of vital. Like it. it is like. If it's not a superfood, it's like right next to it. Dude, I tear through
0: I get four pounds of strawberries every week. Good. <laughs> and I Keep fucking it up tear through them.
1: They are apparently very good for you. That so, yeah.
0: and apples. I just I do I do an apple strawberry combo. Like I love it. You're like a horse. I yeah. am. I am like a I horse. I'm like um, a
1: horse. I'm like a horse. Uh no, but yeah, we we did that and I went for a hike with Abby and uh, just had a really, just a really good, relaxing weekend. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm sure there's something else we did that I'm forgetting, but at this point, it doesn't matter. We yeah. had a good week. Yeah, that's
0: good, man. Um, for you,
1: I will say this: uh, we do this. I think we say this about every year. <laughs> um, this is the 2020 edition of it. Uh, fireworks are fun; they're fun to watch, but fuck fireworks. Just straight fuck them right up the fucking butt because they are. I don't know how Loki takes it, but Abby was scared out of her mind. She was sitting there physically shaking, uh, hiding under the bed. She was inconsolable all night. Like we got very little sleep as we do typically in the past. But then you also think about like how it disrupts birds and, and animals. And like it just it really is not good for anyone. And then someone posted recently too: people with PTSD didn't even consider that. Not a fun night for them either when explosions are going off over their head. So, uh, look, I I don't shame anyone for liking fireworks. I think they're beautiful. I really do enjoy watching them. But I, the more the older I get and the more curmudgeon-y I get, the more I'm like, dude, can we just fucking be done with it? Let's pick one night, not five nights until two a.m. One night, and we get it out of our systems, and then we can be done with it. It's like the fireworks
0: I, I just, purge, you know.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's that's the 2020 edition of this. We'll be back next year with the same thing. But that's my t- that's my hot take on fireworks.
0: Fuck them. Um, yeah. I, I I it's I don't think the average Joe needs to be having fireworks personally. Like I think again. <laughs> I, I just again. Hey, go to a fireworks show that the city puts on. You're in Disney World. That's the best you're gonna get anyway. Like that's some of the best fireworks shows ever. You're in Vegas. <laughs> Whatever, like it's New Year's Eve and all that sort of stuff. Fine, but the problem is that it's the entire month of July is a problem much. because yeah. uh, people will just start fucking firing them off, and they will do it randomly, and it's just, just, it's, it's. Let's face it, you're not a pyrotechnic expert, gang. You're not. I'm sure it's fun. Listen, I love. Putting mm. a fire in the fire pit and just staring at the fire. There's something yeah. just very, I don't know, caveman-like it's about it. You stare it, you're like, this is fire and I'm going to yeah. feed it. I will feed the fire spirit. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to feed it? You just, there's so much fun. And Dad's like, can I throw this in the fire? I'm like, throw it in. Appease the fire spirit. It's great. I, I've i never actually, I'll say this, I've never actually fired off. Of, no, it's, I, I have led a firecracker before. Uh, I was in... I don't know, either junior high or like fifth grade, and a friend handed me a handful of these little firecrackers, little and black the, cats? Yeah, I don't know. The fuses were way too short, <laughs> and I lit one, and it exploded, and it like shot off like the the, the skin of my uh, upper like like my lower butt cheek, Shit. and like my ears. I was like, oh oh god! I was like, this I don't want to do amazing. these anymore. And my mom was always like, you're going to blow your fucking hands off. Like, no, we're yep. not doing this. We got sparklers one year, which was great. I got sparklers for Natalie this year. She thought those were great. I'm all for which that.
1: I have issues with sparklers because you're handing a 2000, like you're handing a, a stick of fire to a to a, uh, a kid. I didn't, I never realized how fucking dangerous sparklers yeah. were when I was like, yeah, they are. Like these Burn at like 2000
0: degrees or yeah. some shit. It's like, hey, don't yeah. touch it. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And then they run around with it. And it's cool. It's totally fine. But um you know, I, I look. Fortunately, Loki nothing's fireworks. Like it, it means absolutely nothing to her. Really? She's oh
1: god, I hope she stays that way. Same, I, truly.
0: Because, yeah. Same. I mean, the, the the last last year, we took her up to like uh, a lake in Wisconsin, and just literally right next to neighbors that were firing off. She was just sitting there watching. No big deal. There was just, oh. didn't care. Care I at all. feel
1: like when we first got Abby, she was fine. And then there's that one year. And I think I've told the story before, but we were walking in Grant Park mm. and at the top of the stairs at the 11th Street Bridge. So that's uh, for those who are not familiar. There's a bridge that goes over some train tracks on 11th Street in Chicago. And it's about 10 stairs. Not that not that many. And at the top, there was some punks, and they lit off like an M80 oh, when we were when we were walking by. And if she wasn't on leash, I would have never seen her again. Yeah. I've never seen her freak out and pull so hard. And ever since that point, she anything that goes bang, even on TV, she starts whimpering, ears go back. I so I don't know if it's like doggy PTSD or what, but yeah. like that's that was the turning point when she just she can't handle anything that goes bang.
0: Yeah. I, I
1: truly hope that Loki never has
0: that. I'm in the same boat because you know it's a so funny cuz my Is neighbor. I, I know. Can't do anything you can't for, you tell know? them they're, they're like the world is ending. You're like it's fine, you know. You're right?
1: <laughs> then, then We sit there like idiots and try to tell like it's okay. Hey, you're we're oh, it's okay. Come here, it's okay. As if <laughs> as if that makes it sort of different. They're, so, they're like, why aren't you under here <laughs> with
0: me? we exactly. you're in trouble too. Like yeah. Um. You know, if we all had a a good social agreement, that's like light them up until 9 p.m. on Fourth of July, and after that. You know what? We'll say ten o'clock. We'll give you till ten o'clock you gotta, because you gotta let it get dark, right? Well, because that's the thing is it gets yeah you know whatever. You know what? Yeah. I'll even give you ten thirty. I'll give you till ten thirty. But then shut the shit down. Like yep. shut it down. You're done. We're we're all done. We're all we're, all right. Whatever you have, save it for next year or whatever. Sell it on the black market. Whatever you're gonna do. Like we'll just collectively let it go. My neighbor, I I saw them like. Uh, it was uh, it was the day of 4th of July. My neighbor came out and was letting her dog out, and the dog was barking, and she goes, you know what? I'm just going to let my dog out at 5 in the morning because you guys kept me up with fireworks. Here's my dog to wake your ass up. Enjoy. I love that. I, just, I, love that. I was like, I'm with you because- I respect that. I yes. don't care. Like, yeah, I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, fireworks, uh, whatever. I like professionals doing it. Just like mm-hmm. guns, I would prefer fes- professionals to handle them.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think we can draw some parallels between topics here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so,
1: did you see uh, last thing on sparklers? Did you see there was a video going around? And these are the kind of people who win the Darwin Awards. Did you see the guy who put the sparkler in his mouth? No. Like a fire eater. No. Put it in his mouth and immediately it was a, it was a, one of those like gifts that in too quick. to uh, yeah, Subreddits like, or whatever. Yeah. He put the sparkler in his mouth and immediately took it out, but it was still like. You could see sparks still in there. And then the gif ended. I'm like, I would love to see how this turned out. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we saw, we don't need to see much more. I feel like we know how that turned out. Yeah, right. He doesn't taste anymore.
0: It's like called perfectly cut videos or something like that. Like they, they have yeah. those cut at the, like the perfect time. You're like, oh, whoa. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Amelia so said he... you're supposed to light sparklers from the bottom of the stem, not from the top. Good to know. I'll keep Did that in mind that. for next year. No. Didn't know that.
1: Does it get hot? I guess because maybe it burns hotter as it goes down. Well, it
0: gets closer to your fingers, so it makes sense to start there, and then it should burn up away from you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Thank you. PSA from Emilio. Light that shit from the bottom. (laughs) Not the top. (laughs) I know I have here PSA from Emilio. You got it. Light that shit from the bottom. Not the top. Thanks, Emilio.
1: (laughs) Started from the bottom. Now we're here.
0: Don't thank me. Thank TikTok. I will never. I will think. not take. Never. Never. Fuck you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reverse this. I don't like that anymore. No. It's uh,
2: no. So Doug, how was your weekend?
0: Oh, it was. Uh, it was pretty good. I uh, went on vacation last week. I went to uh, Galena, Illinois. It's a small town, uh, and had a had a blast. I didn't do much, um, but it was great family time. We went swimming. Every day, Natalie thought that was the greatest goddamn thing ever, which also made me realize that vacations with her can be pretty chill. As long as there's a pool, you're covered. Um, And, yeah, she swam, uh, watched a lot of movies, um, uh, got caught up on a lot of my shows. I walked a lot because it was actually the place we were staying for Airbnb was on a golf course. So there was a lot of great places to walk. Um, Beautiful which was great. Loki got a lot of exercise, which was awesome. It was just great, man. It was really great to get away. Um, I felt very rejuvenated, very refreshed. Um, and then I came back and I tried uh, a new dessert called so Eat mess. Yes. It was delicious, man. I made it again tonight because I had leftovers. Tell and me about it. Jill loves it. Jill is with that stuff. She's like, that's yeah, fine. You know, but she was like, I made one for me tonight. I didn't want to presume. That you yeah. would want one, and I put it in front of my play setting, and she was like, oh, I thought that was for me. I'm like, D- do you want me to make you one? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'll make you one. I just didn't want to presume that you wanted another yeah. one. Uh, but essentially, it's um, you make meringue cookies, which is something I've never made meringue before, let alone meringue cookies. Yeah. Uh, but you make a meringue and then you, you put them in a piping bag and you put you squirt them out all over the baking sheet right with the parchment. You cook them at 200 degrees for an hour and then turn off the oven and let them dry out for another hour. and you got these light like little cookies that are meringues. And you can actually just eat them like cookies or you take them and you crumble them up so you get the little crunchy sweetness and then you uh, macerate the strawberries uh, with some sugar. You master yeah. them, you mash them, you macerate them, and then you make whipped cream. And then you do a layer of whipped cream, a layer of strawberries, layer of your uh, meringue cookies, and you kind of do that all the way to the top. And it's like the perfect summer treat. It's very light. It's refreshing, sweet. It's got your superfood in there. you like, know? Yeah, it does. I'm like, this is going to become a regular thing, I think, for me for the summer. I'm going to do some eat and mess. And and shout out to Preppy Kitchen for the recipe. I watched it and I was like I will be making this when I get home because that's what happens is I get obsessed with something and I'm like well I gotta make this now so (laughs) it was delicious. Yeah so That sounds incredible. Had a great weekend and on top of that this worked out so perfectly I just finished my 10 week advanced lifting training program. (laughs) Yeah Thank well you. Well done, Douglas. Thank well you, done. Center, for uh, your endless amazingness. That I can't say this enough. If you're looking to get into fitness, everyone, we are not sponsored by Center, but God do I wish we were, because I sing their praises anyway. If you're looking to get into fitness, it is a very affordable uh, mm-hmm. app that has workouts. If you're looking to do strength training, if you're looking to do burning fat if you're looking to do any sort of fitness whatsoever. And they have <clears throat> amazing recipes on there. The yeah. best recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, uh, work, post-workout shakes, like all the stuff. And it's, it's founded by Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. Thor, mm-hmm. and his amazing team. And like the, a lot of the trainers that you have, like one of the guys is his stunt double that's used yeah. in the Thor movies. Like, they know their shit. They've got yoga. They've got Pilates. They've got boxing. They've got everything in there. Like, you all, like, this thing has absolutely changed my life. It started with Noom. helped let me get a better relationship with food. And then it turned to this for as far as fitness goes. I fucking love it. And I was really I'm nervous. So I was really nervous about the advanced uh, weight training because I, I did the intermediate one twice. And then yeah. I was like, all right, I think I'm ready for this. And uh, it was 10 weeks and I made it all the way through and it was fucking awesome, man. Like, and I'm starting, I started over yesterday. Like, so I'm starting it again. I'm doing it again. Yeah. I'm going all the way through because I want to, I want to do it with a little bit more weight this time. So. Yeah, I'm proud of you, man. Thank you're, you. You're, you're absolutely killing it. Thank you, man. It. I appreciate that. I'm I'm very excited about that. It worked out because you do three, like there's three phases that are each three weeks. So you mm-hmm. do. Three weeks, and then three weeks, and then three weeks, and then your 10th week is all offloading. So you don't do any weightlifting or strength training at all. It's all just like strength, functional strength, cardio, and stretching. That's all it is. So it happened to work out that that week I was on vacation required no gym work. So I was like, perfect. Perfect. I, I was I was gonna ask like how do you do that
1: when you go on vacation but that's perfect so was was is the offloading stuff is that like uh, is that the hit hurt stuff or
0: yeah kind of there's a couple there's yeah. definitely a three days of the hit work which you have done previously throughout the weeks anyway yeah. so like one day will be just you know one of those and then the next day I'll be stretching that's all and it's like encourages you to do it's like do some other like light cardio walking swimming yeah. whatever but you know it's like don't lift any weights don't do any of that because you need your body a whole week to recover before you do wow. anything else so it was great i was like nice I fucking brought my yoga mat with me so i could stretch and i'm glad i didn't have to lift weights because the weight room there would not have worked for what i needed to do because oh, uh. most of the time they don't and i don't blame them they're not you're not there to be like hey man we're gonna do some deadlifts they're like yeah we're old we're people gonna, that do golf <laughs> we're gonna bang and clang man let's get it going brother Woo! yeah it's uh it's it was yeah I've, i'm very excited i was a, i was very pleased with that i'm pleased with the results so far is just because not only that here's here's the thing i love about this i think jared actually sent this uh to to me about the it was someone being like hey man why do you work out and the story goes well i want to work out because i have two nephews and i want to be able to lift them up uh whenever they play with me he goes so i've made that my whole point he goes "And throughout most of their lives i've been in good shape so whenever they come at me i lift them up over my head and they think it's great and so do i and i'm like that's Almost a hundred percent. Why I do it as well is so yeah. that when Natalie wants me to throw her out of the pool, I can, <clears throat> yep. or and it doesn't hurt my shoulder. And you're when she's wounded. like, "Dad, can I can I ride on your shoulders?" I'm like, "Get the fuck up here!" You know, when we were <clears throat> leaving uh, Disney World during the uh, after the fireworks, and there was just people everywhere. I'm like, "Well, first of all, I held her on my shoulders for the whole fireworks show, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this is a test of endurance. This is why you <laughs> lift right here." Right. I'm sitting there. I'm like, huh, I will not break. I couldn't really focus on the show because it was starting to hurt. And I was like, I won't yeah. quit. I won't quit. And I put her down. I rested. And I'm like, all right, kid, it's time to get out of this fucking park. <laughs> and I just, you know, this is why we do it.
1: Yeah. This is what you play for.
0: Or we were, uh, I was at my uh, uh, in-laws, uh, sister-in-laws, and they had like this boat that was stuck in a rut. And they're like, they need help. And I'm like, ah, you know, just working with my brother-in-law, just, yeah. And I got done. I'm like, this is why I lift. <laughs> just start squat thrusting. Go, go, go. Stupid yeah. shit like that where I'm like carrying in the groceries. I'm like, this used to really hurt. And yeah. now I can do this and I don't worry about it. You know, like just.
2: That's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, I just, I want to be, you know, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna hurt. I'm going to slow down at some point. It's going to happen. But for now, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to put myself in the right set frame of mind I'd love to lose some more pounds but I'm thrilled with just you know getting stronger and doing that shit yeah. so you know that's so I'm
1: gonna throw this out there. this is the first time I'm saying it out loud but I Uh-oh. want I want I want you I want to say this on on air I want everyone listening to hold me accountable I want you to hold me accountable okay uh on July 25th I'll be 39 it gives me one year by the time I'm 40 I want to be in the best shape of my life
0: let me say that's a, that's a that's a that's a that's a b hack, Justin. That's a b hack. That's a big, hairy, audacious goal, and I respect it.
1: You have to understand too when I say the best shape of my life. It, it's not, I've never been that healthy, so that's not really going to be hard to do. I mean, Justin, your marathon I, shape was pretty impressive. I appreciate that. I yes, but that was just slender. That wasn't like I slimmed. I didn't tone
0: you know how what I mean? about how about this let me i want to wordsmith this a little bit with you yeah fit by 40 and now what what that, is that, that means that that's a great question because jill and i this was jill's goal like back when we were 38 she goes i want to be fit by 40 i didn't really know what that meant but this is now i feel like what i understand what that means it means having a good healthy lifestyle and that includes eating well not Killing yourself with your food, you know, sure. not not being like, I'm not happy because I'm eating grass and air, right? But, I'm, I'm eating boiled
1: chicken and rice every day, right? Yeah. You're
0: like just being healthy with it, knowing, understanding, having a good, healthy relationship with your food and being consistent with it, right? Allowing yeah. yourself some treats in there, but not letting yourself turn into Doug and turn into an ogre and be like, I will consume. Um, so f- <clears throat> good relationship with food and then also consistent workout, like Something where you're just every, you know, it doesn't have to be every day, but it's a situation where you're like, you know, you have something where you are doing it on the regular to the point where that's why I love my watch so much. Like, hey, this is brought to you by Apple Watch. Um, But but there's things on that that motivate me because it's like, how many calories am I looking to burn in a day? How many times am I standing up in a day? Like, hours wise to make sure that I am moving because that motivates me to move. What is my exercise minutes that I'm actually tracking every day? You know, and I actually currently have a streak of I've hit my move goal 263 days in a row. And my goal is to get 365 and I've hit, you know, you get these rings on your thing. It's, it's gamification. I want to close my rings for a year straight. Love that. I'm over halfway there. So when I used to use my Apple watch, that was the same. I was
1: If I didn't close a ring, I got real upset.
0: Yeah. I've, I've been closing them every single day since I've got the watch. Basically. yeah. I think I had one day, the first day that I gotten after that, I'm like, I'm closing these every fucking day. And that's, and so that's how I would personally define it. You can take it and go from there, but I would say, I was gonna say, I love how I gave you my goal. You're like, no, here's a better one. I'm like, I'm afraid you're going to, I'm afraid you're not going to get there. And you're going to be like, I'm not in the best shape of my life in a year. I'm like, that's also a tall order. You know what I mean? Like to be like, I'm going to be in the best shape so of my again? life. I,
1: it all depends on how you define best shape.
0: If you commit to the program today and you start today, you never waver for a year. Yeah. I think you can do it, but life happens. You know what I mean? So I would hate uh, for life doesn't happen. Fair enough. I would hate for something to throw you off. And then you'd be like, yeah. well, fuck, I didn't get there. I might as well just down this bag of chips, you know, like, <laughs> Oh,
1: that is going to happen. Cause that's um, what I,
0: cause that's what I would do, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. it's like, well, what are you going to do? And there is a demon inside of me right. that I'm fighting every day. Sometimes they win a little bit. Sometimes I fight them off. Um, but there's a constant hunger in my stomach that yeah. I'm trying to deal with every day. And it is a battle. And I, I have a better relationship with that now than I ever have, and that those are the things I look at when the days where I'm like, Ugh, I could have done better. I'm like, you're still okay, right. <laughs> you're still okay. okay, you're you're gonna make it through this. You know, this is you're working out every day. Uh, right. I'm gonna do another celebration here. I just say it's a bragged celebration. I burned 2,100 calories yesterday. Like that's 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 a lot for me as far as like I got up. I did a 4 mile walk. I went to the gym, did a strength workout and then I mowed my lawn. And that like like that was typically I get anywhere between I'd say 1300 and 1600 calories. Like I got 2100. I was like, "Fucking A. No yeah. wonder I'm tired."
2: <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'll say this too. I'm not I'm not saying that I need to have a six-pack and look like Chris Hemsworth. By forty, that's not what I'm saying. Cool, that's cool. I'm saying best best shape that I have ever been in. Which again, if you s- you've seen the pictures of me in high school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not great. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like I'm it's not like I'm chasing my 17 year old body again. You know what I mean? Like my that would be illegal. Was doughy,
0: yeah,
1: at best. Uh, and the other thing is when I was training for the marathon, like you saw how quickly I dropped like I know I know my body will respond to and that was I changed nothing about how I ate that was purely just running that's, that's impressive
0: cold. honestly and, that you yeah. just put in the mileage and your body's like all right man get this out so, of here
1: now imagine if i had eaten better you know uh I'm just saying so i i i understand i fully understand it's a tall order I want it to be a tall order hey like i i that so that's that's my thing is I just I, I've been, while, while you've been doing this, uh, you know, I've, I've been, you know, vacillating between doing well and not doing well. And I've yeah, been yeah. kind of, I've been going you're back an and forth boy, here. you. Dirty and, uh, I'm a vacillating kind of guy dirty, yeah. dirty boy. and I, I'm just <clears throat> tired of it. So, yeah. uh, you, as Emilio says, uh, you know, it's fucking inspiring what you're doing. And so well, thanks. Thanks I want to lean in. into it and I want to, uh, you know, my uh, unhealthy uh, relationship with aging and my fear of impending death. Yes. Uh, I just like to stave that off a little bit longer.
0: So no, that's totally fair. I I actually Joe was spe- I actually thought about this little blade thing, but uh, cleaning out stuff like Joe was cleaning out some of our closets and she goes, you want to feel good about yourself? I was like, what do you mean? She goes, I got some of your old improv dress clothes up here. You want to try them on? Did you try them on? Oh, God. Yeah. Like I bloody put on some of my pants. I think it may have been one of those pairs of pants from that photo. Oh, buddy. And I was you like, you got to take. You, did you take pictures? I didn't take any pictures of it. No, oh, but like man. I got it. And I was like, this used to be kind of tight around my belly. And I yeah. showed it to Now Nally. goes, dad, I'm sorry, but that doesn't fit you anymore. And I'm like, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing, kiddo. And yeah. I put on the dress shirts and I was like, these things are so baggy on me now. Like they're so, so baggy. And I mean, the shirt that I'm wearing now, this is one of the shirts that Jill bought for me years ago and I never wore it because yeah. like my belly would be, you know, just pouring out of it. Now I wear it and I'm like, I feel good. I feel confident and that by itself. weight, everything else be damned. The fact that I could put on these shirts yep. and be like, I feel good and I know I look good. Like, yeah. It makes me feel great. It really does. Like I, I've and I've started to see things just you know just muscle wise like something I I never th- like just my shoulders in general because I've had yeah. a bad shoulder for a while. Actually, doing this lifting has strengthened it to the point where it doesn't bother me anymore. I was worried about that because that seemed counterintuitive. Oh, mm-hmm. this this hurts. Fucking lift with it. And I'm like that sounds yeah. like you could screw it up. But the things that I was doing, I was doing the right weights. I, there was like in this advanced program, there's an the entire day of the week that's just dedicated to shoulders. So it's anywhere from 40 to 45 minutes where I'm just doing shoulder workouts. And I was like, this could be really, really bad. But I found that it's actually strengthened those muscles now way more than, you know, originally when I wasn't doing anything with it. So just stuff like that. It's, it's very, it feels really good. And, um, you know, Jill complimented me, you know, recently about how she goes, Doug, you're already fit. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you have a consistent workout routine. You've committed to it. You're eating better. She's like, as far as I'm concerned, you've already achieved fit by forty. She goes, I'm trying to get where you are, where I can be consistent every day. She goes, you, you, you go on vacation and you plan this out like what you're going to do to be active on vacations and stuff. She's like, you've adapted this to your lifestyle. She goes, you've done it. So congratulations. I was like, oh, thanks. She goes, I know you're not exactly where you want to be. She goes, but you've you've done it. So that's so when you say like, that's that's only my concern is just be like. Listen. Let's set. Let's do a smart goal, Justin. Let's do a uh, specific, hate measurable,
1: hate that shit. achievable, relatable, and timely. Day, I'm hearing that now. Yeah. Know, oh gross. God.
0: I'm so done with smart. It's gross. I want to be dumb. It's so gross. I was like, I hate <laughs> goals. So I don't want to do this anymore. But I think that's great, man. And if there's anything I can do to help you with that, if there's anything our community can do, I say community, just let's rally around sh- Justin. Let's just give him some support. Shame
2: me. That's no. it
0: that's all i need we're not here for shake. what works for you enough. what motivates you because there's there's the, there's the people that are like you know i see them in the in the weight room where they're like they need someone to scream at them while they're lifting to motivate them <laughs> come on yeah in my mouth come on like ah I, i'm always just like stop yelling at me i don't like that right. it doesn't motivate me is it someone who's I like laying out the logistical things like hey man like th- this this is something you know if you look at the math on this yeah. and like what you're doing X, Y, and Z here are the technical analysis you know what what is it that motivates you in these kinds of things? That's a really good question I don't know uh, see what Seth just did for me that works in so
1: many ways and i'm glad i'm sitting down during this podcast
0: <laughs> Sly just said you're a dirty little filthy boy he's been very naughty justin is that what you there need to hear
1: justin that's what i need to hear. now i want to go work out
0: are you the person that needs to take a photo and share it like every day like to you know is i don't know yeah. like what that's something to consider it, you don't have to answer this now
1: i don't yeah i don't have the answer now i don't i really think for me it's 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 more of a, uh uh I think a lot of it is is, is self motivation. I say it. I say it now. I think what it is is I motivate myself by putting it out there and holding myself accountable for it. Like if I if I fail to do this, then I I I don't like I don't like uh, not coming through on something that I say I'm going to do. I like to hold myself to. If I commit to going somewhere, I like to go to that thing. If I commit to doing something for someone, like I don't like going back on anything that I've committed to or said. Uh, my word is my bond, kind of thing. So. If by putting it out there, that's me kind of
0: throwing it, you know, th- sure. that,
1: that's that's me starting the commitment process already. So, How are
0: you going to measure this, Justin? Uh, on a scale. Yeah? you doing it every day? You're doing it weekly? I need to it? buy a scale. There we go. Step one, buy a scale.
1: <laughs> there we go. We're seeing, we're putting an action plan into place. So I highly
0: recommend plan. one that syncs up to your phone so you can track it and you can see trends.
1: Actually, that's not a
0: bad that's idea. I, I probably do. should
1: get an. I I probably should get another Apple Watch because my I don't know what happened to my first one. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. no, I got I got uh, a
1: series one too, so it was garbage.
0: <laughs> I I'm usually motivated, or I find just that sort of data fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. just seeing those trends in. Yeah. Still trying to come down off the trend of Disney World. I haven't cut quite cutting back from that yet. Although I gotta say, I didn't eat the worst but I didn't eat the best on this vacation. I came back. I didn't bring my scale with me. I came back. I'm like, eh, that's pretty reasonable. I'm okay with that. Come back from Disney world. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you, you ate, you ate bad. And yeah. this is what you get. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is what you get. The,
1: the thing is, I don't, I, I the, the watch was a huge motivator for me because when I was running, I would try to do, I never forget. My, one of my favorite things was when I would get home from work and you'd be coming over to record the podcast. And I was like, give me 45 minutes and i would uh i would go or or no i think it was whatever it was i was i knew that i could run 4 miles doing a 745 per mile if i if i road runnered it where my feet were just spinning you know yeah. and i didn't stop i knew i could make it back in whatever that time works out to be and so i would always say give me like x number of and i would i would hit the front door i would go down the lake path and i would turn around and i was doing again like a 745 mile and i would get back and I think later in it, when I got comfortable running with my shirt off, I would, you would see me coming over the
0: bridge mm-hmm. and I'd be like,
1: Hey man, wait, right, let's go up. You set up the mics. I'm going to shower.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. And so like that, but it was great. Cause I would love to see like, am I on, on my own pace? Can I, right. can I hit, can I do better? Can I do a seven forty two? you know, right. or whatever? Like, and so that so i might need to i might need to reinvest in something like that i feel like that kind of i do think maybe i am data driven in that regard so
0: that helps a lot too cuz you realize you know sometimes a watch it be like hey you know you haven't quite met your move to goal for day do a right. 20 minute walk and you're there like just mm-hmm. it kind of puts in perspective what you need to do or it's like do yeah. a stretch or do something like that and that sort of – cuz that keeps it in mind too because you know i i i know that if i stretch i stretch every fucking day because I would die if I didn't, but, um, you know, like I know that stretching usually nets me about hundred calories, you know, okay. possibly hundred to 125, depending on how long I do it. So like if I'm at night, I'm like, ah, I kind of need to get hundred calories. I'm like, I'll stretch again. Like that'll yeah. get me. And that's good for me, you know, or like, oh, if I walk, I have several routes around my neighborhood. I'm like, I'm going to do this quick one today. Like today I was an idiot and at 12 o'clock when it was felt like 104 degrees. I was like, I'm going to go on a walk. I start really? going, and I was like, this was a terrible idea. And then I'm yes. like, we're gonna do the two mile one and get back in thirty minutes just in time, right? Perfect time before I start being like, This is nasty. You know, yeah. just knowing like how I can push myself and what that does if I warm up well enough and then go and lift, the yeah. lifting is exponentially better because my body is like, Let's really do this. Yeah. And of course absolutely. adding the nutrition in there is also the key point yeah. as well. So Yep. Well, I'm going to say on behalf of the entire community, Gap community, we're with you, Justin. All right. We we want you it. to do this. Tell us how we can support you, how we can hold you accountable. And we got you, man. We're going to get you we there. We got a year, and, a year and 20 days as of today. There we go. A year and 20 days. Justin is going to be in the best shape of his life. Let's make it happen. Boom.
1: Timestamp it, mark it, uh, and also... Uh, Fuck every other topic we had apparently. Tonight.
0: Exactly. Fuck it, because now it's time for another, another Woo! of my the favorite segment, anime out of context. And this one is special this week. This this gang, this gang this week. It is super special because this is the first week that a fan has submitted a transcript for the anime out of context segment. I don't know what this segment is.
1: I just saw the title of the document, and I'm very
2: yes. I, I'm very. I don't know I,
0: what this is. I have no yeah. idea what this is. Uh, I I briefly. So this Perfect. shout out shout out to Slotty. Slotty put this together. He's told us for weeks now that he's got, um, you know, he's he's got something for us, which I appreciate. All Tint says, I want you guys to know that you're special every week. Thank you, Tint. Love Aww. you, man. You're the best. Thank you. That I means a lot. So Slotty's like, hey, I I've submitted something. Let me know what you think. And I was like, I didn't want to read any of it. I just go, listen. Who's going to play what? Which character? He goes, well, I think it could be either of you. I was like, all right. And then he kind of gave me a, a little bit more descriptors. I'm like, all right. I think Justin's going to be this one. I'm going to be this one. He's like, cool. Got it. And so this is going to be exciting. So that being said, in the past, I have put these together. I kind of have. I have context of it, but Justin doesn't. Mm-hmm. So this week i have no context for this all right so if you want to be involved with this if you want to submit this stuff which i i love that this is happening um join our discord link is in the youtube description below or hit us up on uh, any of our social socials at mygetpodcast, podcast or email us mindgetpodcast at gmail.com submit to us your script you just have to identify the characters Who's gonna be playing what? Give us a little bit of direction as far as like who the characters are, what they do, so we can kind of decide and go from there. And then just uh we will both wander into it, uh just dumbfounded and see what happens. So this week, like I said, comes from Slotty. This is from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which I've heard is a crazy anime. So um haven't seen it myself, but uh Justin is gonna be playing ACDC. Um It's not spelled that way, but that's apparently how it's pronounced. Uh, And, Justin, you are going to be playing a 2,000-plus-year-old Aztec superhuman who has all the self-assuredness that comes with being 2,000 years old and never being beaten in battle. Wonderful. And I will be playing Joseph. Joseph is young, cocky, typical protagonist. Okay. (coughs) Here we go. A young man, Joseph, Joestar... (laughs) Is walking through an ancient looking ruin at night under a full moon. Uh, It's almost dawn. It's always darkest before dawn. Now, where on earth is Loggins hiding? I have to stay sharp. I have a score to settle with him. Joseph comes to a statue and looks up to see a man clearly outlined in the moonlight standing atop it with his leg out and another man at the end of that foot dripping blood. How horrid. It's, it's unnatural. Instructor Loggins, he, he's dead. The man spins around and Joseph can now see his face. Uh, ACDC, so you came to Venice? So you came to this
2: island? To think the woman guarding the stone is just an island over.
0: ACDC kicks his leg, propelling the dead body of Loggins off onto the ground. He jumps down off the statue and walks off. Internally, his lungs were pulled out. Lungs are vital for Hammond users. It had to have been one swift kick. Joseph kneels down next to Loggins' body. Internally, the tyrannical Loggins. You yelled at me for three weeks. To be honest, I hated you. I thought I would finally get you back at all. At you for all you did. But watch me from up there, instructor. See the fruit of your torture. Joseph stands up and turns to face ACDC, stalking away. ACDC begins walking over a field of immense spikes, each step sending one through his foot. Joseph runs over the spikes, sparks of Hammond energy allowing him to stay perched atop them. Hey, ACDC, it's six days early, but I'll take it now. The antidote in your nose ring is mine.
2: Out of my way. I don't have time to deal with you. Time? You have way more time than me. That was sharp. I think you've grown smarter. But when someone looks at me like that,
0: they're asking to die. Joseph dances around on the spikes and curls two fingers towards ACDC, beckoning him to bring it on. I'll tell
2: you once more. Get out of my way. Touch me and you'll lose half your body.
0: Make me. ACDC's hand flings out, and Joseph stops it with a single finger, crackling with energy.
2: What's this?
0: Well, get me out of your way. I only move if there's dog poo in my way.
2: (laughs) I'm in love with this already. Keep it together, (laughs) Stradler.
0: Keep it together. (laughs) You gonna read the direction? Sorry, sorry, that's on me. As he's talking, Joseph's finger punches through ACDC's hand. ACDC is shocked but remains calm.
2: His hammond is breaking through my skin. He's learned so much control in these three weeks. However,
0: ACDC's hand closes over Joseph's and his smoking finger sticks out through the back of ACDC's hand.
2: I must say your new skill surprises me. But you're still far from ready to fight against me! I met and devoured countless- countless har- Hammond users like you 2,000 years ago!
0: ACDC twists his hand, breaking Joseph's finger. If I twist and break your finger off, you'll never use it again! Like this! Joseph swings up and over ACDC, his finger still lodged in his hand, and a thin string circles around (laughs) ACDC's arm. Oh, so you finally noticed. Your arm is wrapped up in a fine silk thread. It's soaked in vegetable oil so it conducts hammond well. I was aiming for your neck, but there was no chance. How did you do it? The thin thread traces all the way back to Logan's dead body. It's a little morbid for my tastes. The first blood goes to my instructor and me, ACDC. As he says this, the thread crackling with energy slices ACDC's arm off just below the elbow. The arm flies off and is impaled on a spike. 2,500 years ago, a man in China wrote The Art of War. He said this. Victory is decided before the battle is fought. That means laying strategies while your opponent is unaware. I skipped school a lot, but Granny Arena made sure I studied history. You may have lived a long time, but you don't have a head for strategy. Take this! Joseph kicks the disembodied arm, sending it spinning on the spike while the flesh disappears. How dare you! Oh, are you angry? Are you upset that I disintegrated your whittle arm? Well then get upset! I'm far more furious than you! Because of that little ring you put inside of my neck, I haven't slept right for weeks! ACDC's eyes well up with tears, and he begins whimpering. Huh? Tears stream down ACDC's face.
2: I, I, I just can't take it.
0: I can't take it. Internally, what the hell is this? He's bawling his eyes out. And I thought he'd go on a bloody rampage. This is more than weird. This is embarrassing. He's throwing a tantrum like some three-year-old. ACDC continues to sob and picks up his skeletal arm. (laughs) My poor arm. Uh, Some things are creepier than mindless anger. I should finish him off quickly. Joseph starts to move towards ACDC and suddenly the crying stops. ACDC rises slowly.
2: Ha! I feel better now. Sometimes my emotions overwhelm me when I'm about to lose it, and I try to calm myself by venting with a a crying jag. (laughs) I'm going to take that line again. Ha, I feel better now. Sometimes my emotions overwhelm me, and when I'm about to lose it, I try calming myself by venting with a crying jag. Earlier, you referred to Sun Tzu, didn't you? I knew him personally long ago. I journeyed to China to study. To fight is to duel all war is deception. Sorry, to fight is to delude all war is deception. One tries to make their enemy angry in order to lure him into committing costly mistakes. This is precisely what you're planning on, am I right? Well, it's not going to work, but I must say, Jojo, I really am shocked at your improvement. I admire your common ability i had been longing for a worthy opponent
0: acdc stomps down on logan's arm and it flies off into the air attaching to the glowing stump that was acdc's arm i guess that last line's yours
2: oh there it is it's a bit thin but it will grow thicker in time
0: (laughs) i love that there's a note here that says probably the best (laughs) stopping point and we are going to honor that uh there's more but i think uh yeah I think that's a good place to cut it.
1: Uh man, I uh, this is the thing.
2: <laughs> this one was a thing.
0: This was awesome. Cause I have wow. I have a picture of it in my mind, but I have no idea if it's accurate. I have no <sighs> idea what JoJo looks like. I have no idea what ACDC looks like. Um I have this I have no idea what Hammond. Energy is like I just
1: (laughs) the thing that I just can't get over
0: with with
2: all of this.
1: The thing I just is it's it is so exposition heavy. Why are you I'm presuming that we're seeing the same things they're explaining. Why are we seeing and explaining the same
0: thing? Probably what you're seeing is you're seeing guys like in a fighting stance and like the camera's like slowly moving and then cutting to the back of the other guy as they're like talking you know and you're seeing yeah. shots from other parts of the area and things as there's dude if you think overexplaining is bad on this wait until i put some more of the new shit i've been watching out there you are going to fucking hate this it is brutal
2: oh um, i just like the, the line that kills me is, so you finally
1: noticed. Your arm is wrapped <laughs> up in a fine silk thread. It's soaked in vegetable oil, so it, that's Harmon Well. Or Ham Hammond. I keep saying Harmon Yeah. yeah. Hammond well. It was aiming. I was aiming for your neck, but there was no. Like, it's just.
0: Yeah, the whole vegetable <laughs> oil one, I was oh. like, the best, the most fun with this is trying to keep a straight face while you're reading yeah. absurd things. Like, that is my absolute favorite part of all and of this.
2: And then he just goes. 2,500 years ago,
1: a man in China wrote the out of war. He said.
0: I love this as a random lie. It's like, get me out of your way. I only move if there's dog poo in my way. Like That seems very out
1: of character for whatever this is.
0: Also, this was really bad, but I wanted to be like, um, 25 years ago, a man in China wrote the out of war. He said this, and then just have him just speak Chinese. Right, exactly. <laughs> be like, yeah. the guy's like, wait, what? He just like speaks Chinese for a whole paragraph and he's like yeah the guy's like i don't speak chinese
1: what the (laughs) fuck did you say i think one of my favorite things about doing this segment too is just picking a voice that you know does not match what's what's going on i'm like this one's gonna be the uh my best my best uh, phil hartman from the sim it was perfect i am troy mcclure right like i'm like well why not this guy's a 2,000 year old warrior who's very confident. Where he does. Uh, he's a clerk.
0: Yeah, it was, it was Phil Hartman doing Charlton Heston reading uh, Madonna's book. I like my vagina. You know, just. <laughs> Is that something he did? Yeah, there was like a wonderful skit where they were doing like the. Someone has to do the audio book for this, and they got Charlton Heston oh, to do it. And I they're love like, it. dude, yeah. he can't say like pussy. He has to say pushy. Like they were trying to edit out what he's saying, and Charlton Heston's like, pushy. You want me to say pushy? Like just, you want me to say I love my vagina? It's just—it was a really good. Really good <laughs> oh one. my god! Uh, this, Amelia goes. The best part is that uh, the dude Doug voiced is a teenager. So there you go, nailed it. Like, Perfect. Yes, nailed it. And Slotty says your ACDC was <laughs> actually pretty damn good for him. So hey, all right, I'm glad that I'm glad that my take worked. If there's one know? thing we learned about improv is you got to make choices. <laughs> you know, and you do. Yeah, you just got to see where it goes. So. Look, uh, all the great, uh, you know, uh,
1: performances uh, in the last few years, you you have to make bold decisions. And it may not pan out, but, uh, you know, sometimes they do. You know, Joaquin Phoenix made a bold choice, you know, when he played the Joker. He did. Uh, uh, Jared Leto makes bold choices all the time. Rarely do
0: they work out. But, hey, it's okay. It's a choice. And at the end of the day, you got to remember, it's morbid time, you know? (laughs) It's right. (laughs) Sladie, I'm glad you enjoyed this immensely. I enjoyed that you submitted this. I know it's a bit of Thank it is a bit of work um, <clears throat> to to put this stuff together. I know that as I put some together, uh, especially if the scenes are a little bit longer and you're trying to truncate and figure out what's going on. But so I appreciate the effort. That is amazing. This was a ton of fun. Please, if anyone else wants to contribute to this, we're all ears. Like hit us up yep. in the Discord, email us at mindgappodcast@gmail.com. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't wait to do more. I've already got a couple more lined up from the batshit stuff I've been watching recently, so get ready, y'all. It's gonna get crazy. Hooah. Hooah.
1: All right. So And if someone wants to take on the task of
0: reanimating what we're
1: doing, please please feel free.
0: Yeah, if someone wants to I'm like, just throwing it out there. take our voices and do an animation of the scene with our voiceover, Absolutely. please holy yeah. shit that but you can amazing. do
1: your own animation of the scene or you sure. can overdub our voices to the actual you know yeah. whatever you just want to do
0: be creative. creative be, right. be creative yeah. exactly or if anyone wants to animate any part of our show like sure amazing stop motion what animation whatever great I'd love it it'd <laughs> be amazing Yeah, we'd love you forever Absolutely. Um All right, Justin. What do you have to recommend for this week? <clears throat> uh, I'm going to recommend. Uh,
1: it's a Ryan Reynolds film that came out a, a while ago on Netflix called The Atom Project. Is that an, <clears throat> you're recommending it? So it's got to be good. It's it's not going to change your life, but it's one of those that when in an interview he talked about why <clears throat> what his goal was when making this film, and he goes, "This is." He goes, "I wanted." He remembered watching like the old Steven Spielberg movies and and some of the Star Wars, like some more of the fantasy family friendly fantasy movies that he watched with his yeah. dad or, or whomever when he was a kid. And he wanted to uh, he's like, I wanted I wanted to make that so kids could watch it with their parents and the parents would get something out of it. The kids would find, like there's a lightsaber looking thing in it, you know, and it's the spaceships. And so he's he wanted to make something that bridged the gap between uh, adult and kid family friendly, but was also entertaining. I think he hit the mark on it. It was not by any stretch of the imagination like a mind blowingly amazing movie, but it was a lot of fun and it was a very easy watch. Like, it was, it's, it's, I think it's an hour and 40 minutes. It's okay. not, uh, uh, the Atom Project. Let me just see how, what the actual runtime is on it. It's not a big lift. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I would definitely say if if you've got the uh, if you've got the time to throw it on, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a so hundred. Natalie would like it. Gosh, I don't. That that's the thing. It's that. De- I don't know where I don't know where her interests are right now. Like I know she's into dinosaurs. This
0: is very far from that. This like I don't know. If that's, there's no there's not a single dinosaur in this, in this yeah. movie. I mean, I mean, she she likes Marvel movies. She likes. Yeah. Um, I do. If she's
1: okay with Marvel movies, she likes the, some Star some Wars, Wars action, stuff. You know. Yeah, some of the action gets a little intense, but you know, it, if she's if she's gone through like in game and stuff, mm-hmm. then it's no more intense than that. Okay,
0: I might yeah. I might that add that add that to the list then once we get through yeah. all the Harry Potter movies, I might uh, yeah. I might do that some choice language you know a couple
1: shits in there and
0: whatever she's watched ready player one a bunch of times and she loves the part where he got, the guy goes it's fucking chucky you know so yeah where's he's right, like where's this like don't say that okay <laughs> <clears throat> yeah
1: i think it I, she might be at the age now where she can appreciate like being a kid and how cool would it be to get drawn into yeah like she might she might identify with with the kid in there and and also i gotta say too the casting that they did—I don't know who this kid is, but fucking a! Did they do a bang-up job casting? Nice, because he's supposed to be twelve-year-old uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, nice! And kid's incredible. Nice. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I'll have to add that to the list. We do Friday night movie nights for family night movie nights on Fridays. So, sure, I'll add yeah. that to
1: the list. I like it. I'm hoping. I'm hoping uh, this one. I'm worried about, but I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping it
0: hits. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. What do you got? Uh, It's hard to say. I watched a lot of stuff. Uh, Some of the things I'm going to reserve to talk at a later time. Uh, We have some stuff lined up for that. Um, I would... You know what? It wasn't incredible, but I enjoyed watching it. Spiderhead on Netflix. It's the one with Chris Hemsworth Miles Teller. Um, Mm -hmm. It was interesting. It was an interesting concept. What's that?
1: I was going to say, you and I either need to do this on an episode or talk offline. Cause I have questions and thoughts and opinions on and it. You've seen it. I've seen it. Okay, yeah.
0: cool. All right. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. Cause I think it's, it's intriguing. It's an intriguing concept. It's not groundbreaking. It's not going to necessarily blow your mind, but I, was, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was a cool, it was interesting concept. I love Chris Hemsworth in it. I thought he was fantastic. Yes. Unique role. Instead of, you know, he typically plays the hero. He's not the hero in this one. Um, so, but it, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting uh, sort of concept. Um, yeah, so I, I check it out on Netflix. It's it's again short. It's not a huge epic or anything like that. Worth a watch. I think it's I think it's I think it's okay. I think I enjoyed it. I didn't feel bad after it was over. I'm like, yeah, I was good. I'm glad I watched it. You know, it didn't feel bad. There's the there's the measure of a good movie. Oh, if you feel like you, if you feel like you've wasted your time, that is that is the worst. <laughs> Is the absolute Absolutely. worst. Like, yeah. don't waste my motherfucking time. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Al Pacino. As Sam Jackson always says. That too. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great. So uh, check out those recommendations and please check us out on all of our social medias at Mind Podcast. You can email us at mindgappodcast at gmail Uh, please uh, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. Please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and share our shit out. Uh, get our stuff out to the rest of the world. We'd greatly appreciate it. And don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin
1: underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast, all the places where you can find and consume quality podcasts. You can find and consume us as well. We'd love it if you would share us around, rate, review, all those things. One of the big ones is sharing. Sharing is caring. So please copy the link, send it out to your social network, and let people know that we exist means a lot. And then 2East8th.com and keep an eye on all of 2East8th's social medias.
0: Awesome. So once again, to friends, and let's say it, you're our family. You know, you all are our family. We're glad you're here. We're glad you spend time with us whenever you do. We appreciate you. The door is always open. Come on in. We'll leave the light on for you. And with that, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.